So were you surprised at how rewarding that felt? Yes, very much so. It was like an eye opener, right? It's like, yeah, it's like, you know, you get so lifted up when you see somebody like the lights go on and they like, wow, I, I never realized this, you know? I get, and, I get for clipped. I was with several of my clients this past year that I helped them really prepare their major public speaking presentation, knowing they had some, they had it booked, you build it, we will come booked, but we needed to really fine tune this. And I went, I was able to go to a few of them and to sit back and watch them shine and realize we, we did that together. We put this together. We worked it together. We made sure that it resonated, that those talking points were there, those audience engagement moments were there. And I just start crying because there's such a reward to helping someone get there and have that moment because those are skills now they have the rest of their life. Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. We've got some country music for you today. Yes, she's a star, a rising star. That's right, we've got somebody very special today. This lady uses her combined 20 years as a media executive, TV host, recording artist, public speaker, corporate spokesperson, and sales professional to help others present and communicate a concise and professional message. Yes, she's also a country star. I love this. Her new music, Love Another Day EP, released in 2022, and the single, What If It All Goes Right? It's now on radio charting worldwide, including Nashville Music Road charts. You better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City all the way out to San Diego, California to hang out with Amy Scruggs. So uh, this is just great. So I have Amy Scruggs with me today, who is an amazing singer, songwriter, and so many other things that uh, we'll, we'll dip in as we go, Amy, and welcome to Podcasting Your Global Career. It's such an honor to be with you here today. Thank you so much. Um, I'm really, first of all, what if it all goes right? What do we do at the end of that? <laughs> Isn't it fantastic? The title alone snagged me the minute I saw it and I hadn't even heard the melody or the chorus yet. So I knew that was the song. Great song and great video. The melody has just got you by the throat the second you put it on and uh, really loved it and enjoyed it. I just listened to it again before we came on. And uh, now, where did we record that? Was that in Nashville, Tennessee? Yes. Okay. Yes. Of course, it's an Studio. Happens. I was so honored. It was written by amazing writers in Nashville. I was pitched a lot of music when we went into the song searching project. A thousand songs my A and R manager went through to bring down to a couple hundred that went to my producer and myself to weed through pitch sessions virtually because it was during COVID. And that title stuck out, and I said, "That's the one." I looked at the lyrics, and then I listened to it, and I said, "I'm I'm going to make that my own." And we did. I, wow. I knew that was the theme song. Yeah, you, you could tell by the video that you owned that from the first note. And, uh, you know, it's, it, I, you could, could tell that it spoke to your heart. So congratulations on that. And another one that's beautiful, Love Another Day, which uh, I really got into that one, too. Really awesome song. 
I appreciate so. that. I'm really putting that one out there more now. It's still doing well on global radio, but I'm actually this year going to be doing another push for that song. I've partnered up with a nonprofit that I sit on the board of directors and I'm very dear with called Saddles and Service because they save lives of veterans and first responders every day. And that song just saying, I am here. I'm just so grateful to be here and, and love another day. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow, no guarantees. But today I can sit here and be thankful. So I'm going to partner up with them for the next music video on the ranch and promote that video alongside saddles and service to bring awareness wow great you you um uh so many areas i want to go in i i don't usually use notes or anything so i just let the holy spirit drive the bus you know so i want to ask are you still in san dimas uh california is that your home no san diego i was born and raised in san dimas but san diego's been home now for about 12 years oh okay so you picked the 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 most boring (laughs) place on earth right it's beautiful every day i was there at uh social media marketing world a couple years ago and it was the first trip to san diego i'd been to la many times but man that gets into your blood. As soon as you get off the plane, it's like, I could dig this every day. <laughs> we definitely have a different flow. I Born and raised up in the LA area. I know what you're talking about. We still are up there to visit all the time. Family all lives up in the LA area. And then we come back to San Diego and it's, okay, I can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. pay to live here, but boy, I can breathe. <laughs> yeah. It's worth every penny though, isn't it? Yes. It's just really, I mean, the vibe, the restaurants, the people, you can just go on and on. It's really great. I want to talk about um, all the things that you do outside of your your um, career as a music artist. You are serving so many lanes of traffic. And I was so impressed when I went on your website and saw all the things you're doing. And coaching, that's a big part of my heart as well, that you're reaching out and you're helping people. So I want to know about how did the trajectory for you um, organize itself in such a way that you were doing music first and then it occurred to you to serve in other capacities. How did this all come to fruition? You got a TV show. So uh, where did it start? I will do the cliff note version for the sake of time and, and keeping interest on this, but it really comes down to one strong word and it's the power of shift. When we learn how to shift, when we see a shift taking place in our life, what do we do with that? And I started in wholesale mortgage in 2000 as a sales executive in Los Angeles County. So I was out in the industry in mortgage and real estate, hustling, highly competitive. And I learned very quickly that being authentic, using effective communication, being comfortable in front of others was going to allow me to succeed in that. And I did. It was a wonderful time that I had a great career that was allowing me to provide for my children, for the household. I was always singing, started singing at the age of three, started playing piano at the age of three. I was singing in cover bands. I grew up in the worship bands and the church choirs, school choirs, all of those things. So music was always the core root of my passion and my being. But as anything else, we have to provide, we have to make a living, we have to do it well. And sales and real estate and mortgage really did that for me. But in 2007, that disappeared. We had a collapse. The entire meltdown, a recession hit. And that career that was providing for me disappeared overnight. But I still had the passion. I still had the faith. I still had my love for performing and for music. And so I decided to put the business plan and the skills together with that. And I went out and asked for the business as a recording artist. And over the next years, I was able to open for some of the biggest names in country music. I was the spokesperson for the American veterans for the state of California because I love serving, wanted to teach my children that we always serve first. And that came about by being out there serving the USO, serving the veterans, and then they asked me to come on board. So it was really fun to see again, shifting. Okay, we're gonna shift into that. What do I represent? Who am I? 
in 2011, I had the opportunity to come back into business, into business development, because we had some changes. My contract was over with AMVETS, and I knew that I needed to provide. My youngest daughter needed to start grade school. I have four kids, so three are now older. My oldest son was my lead guitar player, touring all those years. So we had a lot of (laughs) dynamics taking place that were always surviving but thriving, right? Yeah came back into the business world and business development. And I remember that being a time of uncertainty. That was a big shift. We had just lost our home. We went through some devastating things. Our bass player had just suddenly died. So it was okay, what's wow. what's gonna take place next? And I knew if I put the same passion, the same skill set, the same business, the same everything into it, that I could still continue walking forward. And over the last 12 years, the doors that opened are incredible. I was invited to host television out of a studio here in San Diego because they were looking for someone who understood the veteran and military world, who was comfortable in front of the camera, spoke real estate and mortgage and entrepreneurship. And I fit all of that because of my background. That allowed me to start working with professionals in a really big way and seeing some of those common insecurities. And I take those moments of being on stage, those moments when I've had that that big moment, stadium performing, and I'd sit with another professional who's nervous about sharing their message on camera. And I realized this is my moment for them to shine. It's my moment to bring my skill and pull it out of them. And then in 2020, we had another big shift happen, didn't we? The entire yeah. world was in lockdown, but we also all went on camera. And I realized this was going to be another incredible time for me to really empower professionals of all industries, because now it's not just about being on TV, but maybe podcasting like this, just thriving in their Zoom meetings to continue their job. There was really that touch point there that said, I can help. I can help you craft your message. And so still today, I am working with professionals of all industries in coaching and public speaking, being comfortable on camera, being confident in your message. And then I had the blessing of recording my dream project in the middle of that when I got a call from Nashville to come back. I had no idea that these worlds would continue to combine the way that they do. And this is where I sit here today. So uh, what I'm feeling right now is you had a lot of this. Yes. <laughs> because oh, isn't it isn't it funny how like when you're you're in one career and then it, it seems like you're you're pulled into another and it can be for people who don't have faith like so confusing and so yes. you get so lost and it's like well, what am I supposed to do here? I'm supposed to be this, and now I'm being called to do this here. And then all of a sudden you figure out, wait, I'm combining these skill sets that God gave me to do um, something much bigger than I could even imagine. You know, if I put this on paper, I wouldn't have believed it five years ago. Wouldn't have believed it. But I realized I'm being retooled every time. Yeah. Everything, every experience, every job, even waiting tables at 20. Do you know how much I use those skills and what I do today and understanding how to not miss a detail, how to be really effective with my customer service, just paying attention. You have to do that. Being thick skinned a little bit, (laughs) all of the things that go along with that. My jobs in sales, communication and performing, running a team, all of those things combined allow me to be more effective at what I do today. So when we get put into those times of shifts or a a moment that we think this is awful, I'm going a different direction. No, I'm being pushed back into the right direction and I needed to be retooled. So how do you deal with not sleeping? (laughs) I sleep so great. I'm a student of my calendar and sleep is a big part of rejuvenating and refreshing. So I have my sleep habits, my sleep routine, how I decompress before sleep, how I wake up and have a nice quiet time in the morning, my time of prayer and meditation and reading so that 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 all is a part of that sleep pattern that allows me to be as effective as I can during the day. 
wow, you seem like you have the same strategy methods that I have every day. It's like you have to have that regimen of something to get your day in order. You know, do you yes. sleep eight? Do you sleep eight hours? I'm just between curious. seven and a half and eight, like yeah. clockwork. Yeah, it's supposed to. I, we could go into a whole deep dive on that, but people that listening to this, get your eight hours. It's really get your eight important. hours. If it's less than yeah. seven, then I'm just not. I'm not okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell me about your schedule. How are you managing, like, fitting all this in? Like, what strategies, what tools do you use to keep your life in order and and keep you know rolling the ball down the field to get to where you're going to be for your next marker? I love that you asked this because I'm such a fan of all the wonderful technology we have today. So I have the right apps and my Google Calendar in order and my computer is always set up just right and make sure I've checked every box and I create files with my Gmails and everything that I'm supposed to do. But I'm still a Gen Xer and there are yeah. still five notebooks sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have my notes and my checkoff list every day and there's those categories. But what I have at the very top is those top priorities of the week, whether it's those are the clients, the outreach that I'm doing, whatever that is, they're written at the top. So every time I glance at that notebook, they are top of mind. I can think about it. I can pray about it. I can make sure I'm not missing something. And then I can go, okay, I handled that. And it just gives me constant peace as I work in this flow and also being very present in wherever I'm in. Being here with you right now, both of my phones are on silence. There's no emails pulled up here to my left on my other screen. I'm 100% with you. And when we're done with this, I'm going to be 100% in what I'm doing next. And every day if I do this, that those appointments on the books, the activities I get paid for, the activities I don't get paid for, time to check in with my children, my parents, time with my husband, my refreshing time, it all has that category that somehow we have a lot of hours in the day. And I think... Ten, as humans, sometimes we tend to waste those. And I really don't like to be wasteful with what the day presents in front of me. Wow. So strategies um, for doing all this, um, certain tools that you use. You said you use Google and things like that. Yes. Um, so now there's a better question. I wanted to ask you about with this coaching and the tools that you acquired like, where did you get that from? Was it like a one specific place? Was it a combination of things you learned throughout the years that, that took it so you, you laid all this great stuff out and said, all right, here's my tool belt now. I'm going to be using this, 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 and this. So where did this all come from? Because you, what you brought up, your sense of awareness and present moment is something that a lot of people miss. And they don't understand that in, unless you're like totally in the moment, totally aware, you're missing you're missing out on something that just went by you and you didn't capture it. Yes. So how you did know, you get there? The fun thing about a toolbox is sometimes we don't know what's in there until we need it. So the picture if a pipe breaks in the house and you're like, wow, I have to fix this right now. And you go grab the toolbox. Do I have a, and you look in, well, that's what happened to me really when I sat in the hosting seat on television. Okay. I didn't realize because it just came naturally to me being in front of an audience, carrying on these conversations, being direct with my questions, interviewing all of the things really did come naturally to me from years of practice of being interviewed and performing. What happened was I started to identify those key components in others that weren't used to that. And I realized I had tools in there to bring them instant peace, to help them find their message in two minutes or less. So you started coaching listen. without yes. them knowing that you were coaching them. Yes. Yeah. And then I afterwards went that they too. would ask some questions. And next thing you know, I was just coaching organically. And I went, wait a minute. I have a I have a skill here. <laughs> There's something that's resonating and working. And I'm getting the feedback from this. I think I need to expand on this greater. It really did reveal itself right before my eyes. How yeah. awesome is that? 
And it's, it's almost, um, it, it's sort of monumental, the moment when they're, you know, you see their, them get it. You see the expression on yes. their face and it just tells everything. They don't even have to speak a word. It's just like, I got it. I get yes. this now. So when you first got tipped off to this, like, was there somebody in particular that influenced you um, to say, I like the way this person coaches or was it a series of people? How did you get so um, drawn into it that you felt, I just have to do this because of what experience? It was definitely a series of the regular guests that were on the show I hosted, the American Dream TV. There was a handful of them that were calling my personal phone ongoing. Amy, can you help me with my next talking points? I'm on again next week. Can you help me craft this? And all of a sudden I realized they were reaching out and they were being an advocate. Like I couldn't do this without Amy. What do I know? I have my, my dear friend, Monica in Cincinnati and she's from Slovakia. She's amazing. She goes, what do I know about being on TV? I sell real estate, but Amy taught me how to do this and I didn't know what I was doing. So it was just really fun seeing them get those aha moments that I realized that I could really start crafting this together. And it was during COVID that I was, I had the time like everyone else did, but I used that time to really put a system in motion, wrote the book about media coaching and just said, if I were to say I had a system, what is it? What does it look like? Before it was very organic and just on the fly a little bit, but to really say, I have a system now. And if we start together, we're going to go from here to here to here. What are your long-term goals? What are these short-term goals? And I have to assess, I have to, in the first meeting with a client, basically memorize them. I'm watching their body language, their facial expressions, listening to their inflections, their most common words, if they have filler words, how they represent themselves, everything so that we can take that and remold it and bring it out new. See, I'm getting a feeling that you are a, a veteran of mastermind experiences. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. So, the, you know, the first time I had like a really serious one, um, it was so eye-opening because all of the participants that came, and I think there was like 10 or 12 maybe, and I was just shocked at the cross-culture of different businesses all co 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 you know, collaborating in the same room, yet nobody had like the same, or very few people had the same platform. Everybody was doing something different in business, yet there was this synergy in the room that allowed everyone to come up with all these ideas and say, I got something for you. And it was coming out of left and right field. And, and it was just uh, really amazing to see how when you're with like-minded people like that, it really doesn't matter your business, your industry. Um, you have something of value that you can contribute to the room. Yes, especially yeah. in those groups, you've got that connectivity and those common grounds that you stand on still because you're all probably in the same growth phase for the most part. You have the similar goals, it might be different industries, but you're trying to come at it pretty much from that like-mindedness or you wouldn't be in that same group. And that's what I love about that type of networking. And I have really key people in my database that I can call at any time and say, hey, can you look at this? I need a second set of eyes on this. Hey, I heard you were using a new technology on A, B, or C. Can you tell me how that works? Do you think that's a fit for my business? And realizing that there are all those key people of all industries that can really help and level us up in growth. Yeah. And and speaking as somebody who worked in a silo for way too long, uh, once I finally, you know, climbed out of the sandbox and said, you know, I'm going to open myself up to people. It was uh, just like you said, it was such a joy because you would just cut like, 
not only hours, but weeks of struggling by yourself and, you know, going through all the tutorials and, no, I'm in the wrong space again. (laughs) And, you know, you pick up, hey, Fred or or, uh, Delilah, what what do you got? Uh, Oh, that's three minutes. Here, I'll show you this on Zoom. Let's jump on. I'll I'll show you how to do it. Saves uh, hours and and, and months off of our business of of cutting our teeth in something because I may have been vetting something for a long time that's a perfect fit for you. Now I can say, listen, this is trustworthy, vetted, I've used it, here it is, create your login, these are the simple tips for it. And you are going to have vetted something that is useful for me that you put in the long hours. And when we swap that information, we are so much better when we come together. Yeah, So much better. There's enough for everyone. Tell me about um, what is your favorite thing when you're not in business? Um, besides your children and your mm-hmm. husband, what do you like to do for you when you need to just chill and just get away and just recharge the batteries? I need to go down to my baby grand piano. I need no one to be home. <laughs> I want to sit and play. Nice, because nice. I don't want, as a performer, I feel like I'm always performing, even because I'm always either podcasting, performing, coaching, speaking, singing. Everything I do is on. And I love the opportunities when I can sit and do music or sing or just play or a combination of both without it being a performance. But going back to that three-year-old that sat at the piano and started playing by ear, going back to that song in my heart since I was that same age, knowing that that's what I wanted to do. And unless I can be in an isolated place and space but when i do boy does it recharge me it's like 25 trips to the gym it's like a day spa and a retreat meditation camp all in one if i can get 30 minutes to an hour at the piano alone yeah it's it's hard to describe that to somebody who doesn't do music but but completing a new piece of music is just how you described it and and i like the alone thing too because you know, you get a little bit nutty when, you know, when there's nobody around, it's good to be a little insane and, you know, almost yes. like a jazz singer and just come up with whatever and yes. be riffing or whatever, because you don't know where it's going to come from. You just know it's coming and it could be in the lyric, could be in the riff, it could be in, right. in whatever the power chord is like. And I can't but, do that if anybody's listening. I just can't. I'm the same way. I don't, I don't want anybody is. around, you know, because then, it, like the you said, yeah. Yeah, you, know. you said it turns into performance. And I'm exactly. like, I'm not ready to perform right now. I'm trying to write, you know, so it's a whole different thing. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it is hard to find that time. And yeah. I do desperately need that time. And yeah. other than that, I read. I'm an avid reader. So getting that time to read is really important to me. I read everything from biographies, self-help books, business books, ins- inspirational stories, things like that. Anything that I can pull from and add to my library. But I'm trying to finish at least two books a month. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I stack up like three or four of them, and then I'm like, I got to be disciplined and get through like one, and then so I can go on and finish. You know, um, as we're winding down here, um, I want to just ask you, what is the best place for people to connect to you? Where would you prefer everybody to go uh, to connect with Amy? You know what's so fun is that I don't have a common name. 
So if you Google Amy Scruggs, you are going to find me. So yes. if you go to any of those social platforms, definitely Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, you can find my website. But if you just Google Amy Scruggs, you're going to find me. And if you found me, then you know I'm going to respond to you there. So just just Google Amy Scruggs. You can find me in all of the, you know, wherever you stream music, you're going to find the EP that we released. But definitely I'm very active on Instagram, on my Facebook. I'm responsive. I reply to all my comments. I'm engaged. I would rather have less followers and more engagement and more real connections than worrying about needing to have a million followers. I don't care. I'm thankful for the ones that we have, that there's a real organic relationship in there, that we, I, I have genuine care for those that are engaged with me on social media. Wow. <clears throat> Amy Scruggs, it was an honor, pleasure to have you on podcasting your global career. And I just want to wish all of God's blessings on you, your family, and your career moving forward. Thank you so much. What a, what a blessing to be with you. Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes. It's calendly.com forward slash dharmic. And you can take a little chance with me and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Ride on, ride on, baby, baby, you and I can find the key Ride on, ride on, we can unlock each other's destiny I taste the breeze of freedom, it's tingling on my tongue You and I out on the road will stay Pictures in your mind I'll take you places 